Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the Darug people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and work. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present. Creating confident ensembles. I don't know about you, but I have enjoyed some truly fantastic experiences in ensembles as a teen, in bands, orchestras, choirs, musicals and plays, to name a few. But not all of these experiences were quite so fabulous. Today's study looks at the choral setting with an aim to find out how to build confident amateur choirs who buoy one another and learn collaboratively. We all know that along with other performing arts ensembles, choir singing has loads of benefits such as improved general health and well-being, social cohesion, reduces social isolation, enhances our mood, there are physiological benefits including therapeutic benefits for those suffering physical or mental health problems. But there is also evidence that amateur choir singers are negatively impacted by confidence issues which can adversely affect their choral experiences and participation levels. Confidence is found in both personal and social domains, meaning that a confident group can profoundly impact the motivation resilience and achievements of both the group as a whole and the individuals within it. So how are we to create a confident group? Since Bandura's research in the 1970s, it's been pretty clear you need task mastery, learning from observing others and verbal encouragement. So what's the issue? Why aren't all choirs, dance ensembles, acting troops, bands, etc. super confident? Well, today's study set out to find out by conducting focus groups and individual interviews with 34 amateur choral singers to try and dig deep as to what made the difference to their feelings of confidence. So here are the key findings. The first one was cohesion, community and collaboration. To feel confident during rehearsals, singers needed to feel a sense of community. One of the reasons we all enjoy it so much is because we have fun together. In some cases, the sense of community extended beyond the choral setting, providing comradeship as support in the personal lives of fellow choristers. Personally, confidence comes from the other chaps I sing with. That gives me confidence. I have a theory that for a choir to survive, it's bigger than just the people in it. It's the creation of quality and of grace and of sharing all this stuff which comes from the order of the choir. The second thing that was needed was teamwork. Many expressed that their best life experiences had come from achievements where a group had worked together and likened these experiences to their choral projects. As one chorister said, some of the best projects I've been in have been part of a team with a common goal, and that's what a concert is. I really liked that statement. Participants enjoyed that they weren't being judged on their individual efforts, but instead as a whole, and if they made a slip, others covered for them. However, 
If individuals performed badly, it had a negative effect on the ensemble as a whole. As one said, it's very fulfilling and it's nice to be in a close harmony group where you need to be very aware of what the other people are doing. You're not there as a soloist. You're there to listen to other people and blend in with everybody. It's a team thing and you need to be able to listen, but it takes a lot of practice to be able to listen to the other people and still sing your part. Peer interactions were important. Most agreed that they were a confidence builder through encouraging one another, such as when a member is feeling apprehensive or nervous. More experienced members who let others know that they were doing just fine made a difference. Trust and reciprocal learning was also important. Trust was seen as essential in forming a healthy collaborative environment that built confidence and accelerated learning. E.g., it's confidence in who you're performing with, knowing that they know and they're going to do what they should. Or another, the rapport is good and that's important as well, isn't it? So why should we criticise? Because we all get it wrong. We're not there to criticise one another, we're there to help each other. It was important for amateur choristers that any learner-to-learner feedback was based on trust, goodwill and familiarity. I often find myself turning to X and saying, how does this one go? And he whispers back and says, I don't know, ask him, pointing to the next singer. Choral team leaders also turned out to be a thing. The importance of being able to listen and work with more confident singers in the group was highlighted. Most interview subjects identified rocks or team leaders whom fellow singers relied upon, such as, You're very confident in what you're singing and you always start on the right note. I always feel that maybe I won't. So if you're standing next to me or if they are standing nearby, then I know if I do falter at any time, I can get back on track because I can hear somebody who's singing the right note. But a singer's self-perceived confidence can also be positively buoyed by the emotional confidence generated by those around them. Example. When we know one another has got a bit wrong and we shivvy each other along. Although unelected, these key members in the choir act as spokespersons and unduly influence the section one way or another. For example, oddly enough at our concert we completely missed our entry and the conductor looked at us as if to say, where the hell are you? I don't know why but we all just blanked out. Subconsciously, you're looking for your leader to come in, and it didn't happen. For those in these positions, most reported gaining confidence from the confidence shown in them by other singers. So where does this leave us as leaders of ensembles, be they choral, band, dance or theatre? It appears that creating a community of safety and trust where mistakes are normalised and challenges are overcome is important that team goals are identified and work towards collaboratively, where students are able to position themselves next to performers that need their leadership or can gain leadership for themselves. These are just a few of the ideas I've thought of since reading the article. I'm sure you have many more. I look forward to hearing of them in the chat below. Finally, I'd like to share some exciting news with you. Our course, Managing Performance Anxiety for Student Wellbeing, has become accredited PD by NESA, 
So, if you're a performing arts teacher in New South Wales looking for some accredited PD hours that are relevant to your performance space, take a look. My name is Sarah Marshall. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a fantastic week bringing out their best.